Welcome to Trolodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey. Episode 17, Q&A and New Year Updates. Well, hello and welcome to the first episode of the third season of Trilodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey, and Happy New Year to those who are uh, enjoying the beginning portion of the new year, I guess the, the end portion of the first month of 2022. I wanted to take a quick moment here and let you guys know kind of what's going on, what we're going to be doing here for the new season, and the direction that we'll be moving for each individual episode, kind of in a nutshell, or I guess an overview, excuse me. Basically, I'm going to continue sharing information and news as I have been in the last uh, two seasons, and I will be trying to do more question and answer sessions uh, throughout the release of the episodes, maybe not have the whole episode be that, maybe have it be half and half kind of thing like I'm going to try and do today, or some other combination therein. I do encourage you then, therefore, if you have any questions, comments, or input that you want to pass on to me, please do so at behind, that's B-E-H-I-N-D, at Chad Corey, that's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E dot com. And you'll be able to basically, like I said, share um, questions, thoughts, anything you want to you know, think to pass on about the podcast or things like that. And I will see to how best I'm able to answer them, address them, or you know, do things online or do things on the podcast or things or combination of that. And we'll go from there. Also, with the questions and answers, there is a new segment that I'm doing on my Instagram. It's kind of unique just to that Instagram account. And every month I'll be answering a question in an audio format. Uh, trying to, the challenge is trying to keep it within about a 45-second window. So if you have, do have any questions that maybe might not be a good fit for this particular uh, channel, this podcast, but they're short enough that it would fit for a more general audience, I might put those on the uh, Instagram page as well. I would encourage you to check out, by the way, my new social media. I say new because I've... I've developed a process of basically trying to use it for a specific purpose, shall we say. I haven't always been able to do that up until now, and with the new year I wanted to have a fresh start and just focus on what works for each individual audience and those that follow me, and I'm trying to put things on there that are unique to that particular channel. So what that means is you'll be seeing uh, only you know, only things you'll see only on one particular channel. Like there's only things, like I said, for the Instagram stuff or the Facebook page or the Twitter account or the newsletter or, or so on and so forth. So if you want to follow me that way, I'd encourage you to check that out as well. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Creator Chad, And you can also find me on YouTube under just my regular name, Chad Corey. And if you want to get on to the newsletter, simply go to my email, I mean, excuse me, my website, chadcorey.com. And there should be a link towards the bottom there of the page where you can click that and just sign up for the newsletter that way. And if you want to get more information about Trollodon in general, you can certainly check out uh, Trollodon. Uh, that's just, you know, at Trollodon, at Twitter, excuse me, Facebook and Instagram. There's also a webpage, Trollodon.com, which I'm endeavoring to uh, update on a semi-regular basis here with more information and insight for your benefit. So I think that takes care of the introduction portion of this podcast. I will say first, uh, before we get into too much here too, thank you to everyone that came out to the book signing recently. Well, recently now, it's been a couple months ago. 
but I really enjoyed the, the the chance to get out there and interact with people. I thought that was just a great great benefit, and I just I think a lot of people actually enjoyed it too. That actually got to interact with me in the process. So thank you so much for doing that. I look forward to doing more of that in the future as things begin to become more normalized again. And uh, it was just a great experience overall. We had a lot of a lot of interesting folks I got to connect with and share some common uh, questions with, which I'll be getting to in just a moment here. But I would encourage you as well to check out the webpage for more information about upcoming tours, events, and things of that nature. And of course, the newsletter, which I'll send out to people who might be in the area who could benefit from uh, partaking in that if they so choose. All right, some common questions now. I want to kind of tackle a few of them that we get covered in the initial book signing segment. Um, usually what happens when I do book signings, people will come up and they will ask questions about uh, myself, the writing, things of that nature. And uh, rather than just you know answer them for one person and kind of leave it at that, I thought since it's kind of a common thing or something that might be of a benefit to other people, I wanted to share a few of them on this particular episode. So here goes. First of all, the, the one I normally get is, you know, how did you end up creating Trollodon or, or something to that extent? And, you know, how long did it take you to write this world? How long does it take you to write novels? How long does it take you to, you know, produce all this material and everything and, and so on and so forth? And, and basically, if you want that information, we did a nice three-part, I think it was an introductory uh, podcast connection series to this particular series, Trollodon Behind the Scenes. So, I would encourage you to check out those first, I think it's the first three issues, and issues, first three episodes of this podcast. And I would encourage you, like I said, check it out, take a listen to it. We get into greater depth about the, the early, middle, and latter stages of the world of Trollodron and how it became what it is today and where its genesis was so many decades ago. So that's why I send it, some people in general, actually, I, I, think, I think I maybe told someone that when I was there at the, the thing, one of the book events as well, but that's why I would, you know, some people in general, as far as how long do things take to be created and be produced, again, I would refer you, if you were referring to the trilogy, I went into a greater depth discussion on that as well for each book in the trilogy. So we have one for Return of the Wizard King, one for Trial of the Wizard King, and one for Triumph of the Wizard King, which just published last month, well, last month of this recording, which is December of 2021. And then, of course, there's the common question that takes different forms or different phraseology throughout the asking of it, different venues and such. But the general extent of it is, do you have anything else in the works? What else are you working on? And that's what I'd like to spend the balance of this episode on in particular. There has been some developments which I can share on this podcast. I'm not going to announce them necessarily in print, but I will make you guys know that I'm in the process of doing another book deal with Dark Horse for another book in the world of Trilodron. I'm not going to share necessarily what that book is yet. Uh, I will probably be sharing more of that in future episodes. But I wanted to pass on that there is a book deal in place. Uh, I am in the process of waiting for the contract to come through and then basically going from there. But in the meantime, I am doing what I normally do, which is finalizing the, the, the manuscript itself, making sure it's all ready and, and set and good to go. So when the editor is open to having it be presented to them, they can take that and begin the process of editing the book. And then from there, we do the normal fun stuff, layout and all that cool things from there. So happy with that. I, I'm 
the more I get into it, the more I'm editing it, the more I'm revising some things and tweaking some stuff, the more I'm just excited about the potential of what it is and how it could be of a benefit to not only the Wizard King trilogy, but also a standalone story in and of itself. And this is a standalone one novel uh, story. There is nothing in it of a series tied to it, although, like I said, it does have elements that could tie into other parts of the world of Trowlerton or even with uh, the Wizard King trilogy in general. But it's nice to have just a one-off one, one kind of thing once in a while, too, instead of always having to do these larger multi-volume sagas. It's, it's fun to sometimes get into these shorter, uh, or not shorter, but, you know, just one standalone story. So looking forward to that. The release date for that, as far as I know at this time of this recording, is going to be sometime around March of 2023. While I'm, you know, very hopeful and expectant that that will remain the case, um, sometimes... Unfortunately, still with the situation we're facing with the, uh, whatever you want to call it, the challenges of publishing, there might be some fluctuation in the release schedule. But the benefit was I wanted to have it come out earlier in the year. Number one, because I wanted to have more time to sell it and get people aware of it. it not that I'm knocking what Dark Horse did in the past. It's just when you have a book that comes out in the last three months of the year, it, it's kind of challenging to get people you know, excited about it, interested in it when you... Basically, you go right into Christmas, and then it's like, basically, it's done. The window you have to promote the book has, has ended. This way, we have a larger avenue, I mean, we have a larger window in which to promote it. So even if it did get delayed a couple of months, we'll still have, you know, six, seven, eight months in which to market the book, sell the books. I can do more conventions. I can do more signings. I can do more promotional things. It's just a much better opportunity, and the weather is much nicer. <laughs> I have much better selections and, and things I can take advantage of with that time frame. So that's they were kind enough to allow that opportunity for an earlier release date. So I took advantage of that and that is what we're looking at. But again that could that could change. Might be a little earlier, might be a little later, but I'm I'm anticipating it will still remain within that time frame for the foreseeable future. Again I'll let you know more information about that as time develops here or as things develop, excuse me. Basically that is with the Dark Horse side now. Now with the other side, what I'm looking at doing with the small press is a short story collection. I think I might have mentioned this before in a previous episode, I'm not quite sure, but the book is going to be called Rainier's Legacy. And the goal, the hope is that it will be coming out sometime late this year. Again, though, that could be in flux based upon a lot of different factors involved at the moment. But this is a short story collection, which is something that I, I haven't done a lot of yet, at least in, in my writing. I'm doing more of it now, but I haven't released a lot of it in, in published form over the years. And I'm looking forward to getting something out there. Again, it's just fun to do something that is not necessarily these big, epic, long, you know, massive books kind of thing, but something more... I don't want to say intimate, but just, you know, just different little stories and vignettes and things like that, that they're still based on Trollodon, but they're showing you a different side of it, a different aspect of it. Because, you know, not everything is epic swashbuckling adventure every time. You know, sometimes some, some things are humorous, some things are a little bit more slightly horror-based. It was really fun putting this together. Uh, I've been wanting to do this series for quite a while. The challenge, I don't know if you are familiar with it or not, but some of you might be aware that Short stories are kind of a challenge for publications in general. You don't really see a lot of big-name people, big-name publishers taking them on, unless they're a big-name author who's tied to it in some way. And even then, there's no guarantee of it being really widely 
put out there or marketed, shall we say, in the the larger book economy or ecosystem, whatever you want to call it. So usually that, that falls to the smaller houses and stuff to pick up the slack and to put it out there or even self-publication to get the things out there in general. So happy to be working with uh, this opportunity. I'm looking forward to putting it out there. We I've been working with the cover design people and the cover is looking amazing. I think it's probably one of the best covers that I've yet seen for anything that I've had the privilege of writing. And the layout is going to be happening pretty soon once the cover is done, and that's looking really good too. So all in all, I'm really pumped about it. The stories, I think, are I think are fun. They're different. But yet they're still, they still tie into Trowler, and they still tie into the whole ethos and mythos and all that kind of fun stuff that makes up that world setting. So I'm really, really good looking forward to putting that out there. And like I said, looking forward to sharing some more information about that in the future. But that's kind of all I can say right now about, about that in general. Tied into that, though, I am writing another short story collection. And the plan is to have a short story collection come out through this same publisher I'm doing Rainier's Legacy through once a year. Now, that's pretty. it's a pretty ambitious goal, given that I you know, have to write these stories and get them edited and completed, and the publisher has to have enough headway to put everything in place and get that cycle going. But I think it's doable. I think it's, it's, it's something that could be done, maybe should be done, and it allows for, like I said, another channel to get things out there. I'm finding that with, with I'm not putting Dark Horse down, but I'm finding with things like Dark Horse, there is a limit to how many things that they want to take on at once and how many publications they want to have out there on the market at the same time. You know, I get it from the standpoint of, you know, a business standpoint that you don't want to have, you know, saturate the market with, you know, four or five titles a year from the same person. But on the same token, I got a lot of books and (laughs) I want to get some stuff out there before I'm 97. And I want to have some things available for people because I know there's other people out there like me too that that really want to like, you know, get into the world, enjoy the world and stories and things like that, but don't necessarily um, want to wait, shall we say, a long period of time. And if the books are already done or very nearly done, or I can get them done relatively easily, I guess you can say, and quickly, that would be a great thing to explore with this opportunity. So there's another short story uh, process in the work. I'm writing some more uh, for a different set, uh, collection in Trilodon as well. And I'm still doing some work on the role-playing game, getting that done. And I'm also in the process of um, doing another project I can't really get into yet. I'm fleshing that out and uh, developing some ideas on that. So that is the nutshell of the works and the progress of things. Now, will there be some book signings and things tied into this? Um, yes and no. <laughs> I mean, it depends on depends on how things are released. Obviously, with the 2023 release of the uh, the Dark Horse book, my goal, my plan is to do a, a nice type of tour, book signing, get into some other states besides Minnesota, and that will be more available with the nicer weather and the more opportunities to go and do things than I could have done before. With the short story collection, that's also the desire and the goal. I want to get out there and to put that different people and things like that. That will also depend, though, on how the book is received by the stores because being that it's a small press and all that kind of fun stuff, it, it you know, there might be different buying preferences or th- certain things that, you know, we have to look at as far as getting into certain uh, venues or certain stores or things like that. I'm not anticipating anything challenging. Actually, I think it's going to be a pretty easy sailing and getting it in there, but I just wanted to make, you know, get, kind of put a little caveat there and say we'll have to see how, where we're led and kind of how we're best 
best suited and situated for that particular situation. The big news I wanted to share, though, at the end here as we wrap things up, is that Dark Horse has put out, is in the process, I should say, of putting out a box set. They were kind enough to let me know last year, towards the latter, eh, the latter portion of the year, that they wanted to collect um, the Wizard King trilogy into a box set. So that is what we're doing. <laughs> so, and it's it's something that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. Was something I've written before. Um, not every author has the the benefit of being able to see their titles getting collected into something like that. And it's just, a, and especially so soon after getting it published. I mean, the Wizard King trilogy just came out in 2020. Um, the last books, book two and three, came out in the same year, 2021. So to have this come out so quickly uh, after the books have just basically kind of been released, and yeah, here you have a trilogy, a box set for the trilogy, is pretty amazing. And I think, and I hope, speaks to the confidence that Dark Horse has in the series and, of course, the, the longevity of it and myself as an author writing more stories in that world setting. But I wanted to let you guys know it is exist. It does exist. It is actually available for pre-order as we speak, which is pretty cool. And you can find it at all the usual suspects for that, so whatever your preference would be. The benefit with this is, too, is that you'll be getting a full-color world map. I think I mentioned this before. I, we did a world map before that I thought was just fantastic and I wanted to have included in the original trilogy. And for various reasons, they just didn't pick it up because they didn't think it would print well, among other things. And so we ended up doing the black and white versions, which many of you are familiar with if you've read the trilogy. This will allow people to finally have access to the full-color map that was done you know, a couple years ago and gives you a nice, uh, I don't want to say professional, but gives you more of a uh, interactive type of experience with it because you can see where everything lies. It feels more like a map. And there's the element of having the compass point. You know, just there's just a bunch of different ways how the artist set it up. It just looks really cool. I always I always liked it. I always thought it'd be a fun map to include. I just was always kind of bummed we didn't get a chance to put it in there. So that is something that we're including along with um, a special little author bio and some other fun stuff in there. But basically, the, the draw is the, the 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 map and then the really nice uh, slipcase for the entire box set. They did a fantastic job of doing a, a layout for the entire box set, which I think looks really great. And of course, I, I'm just looking at a, a digital picture. I'm not actually holding the physical thing in my hand. I'll probably do a review on that later on video. But I, I, from what I can see so far and what I understand, I think it's well done overall. And uh, I've really been able to uh, to get into that and really enjoy it. So it's, I had to sit on that for a while. I wasn't able to announce that for the most part for, uh, for, a, for a while, for several months. And so it feels good to actually finally be able to get that out there and let people know it does exist. And there seems to be a strong interest in it because when Dark Horse let people know about it recently, they were, I guess, very excited. A lot of people were very excited and what they saw. A lot of them, I think, liked the artwork and how it looked and things like that. But I think other people were interested in the trilogy as well. The benefit with it is it's not going to be priced any different than the regular books. So you'll be able to get, for the same price of the books by themselves, you get all three of them, plus you get a slipcase form and you get the full-color map the full dot map. So it's kind of a, a bonus item thing. It's kind of a bonus buy. So I think it's going to be a better option, a better solution for a lot of people that maybe want to get the entire trilogy at once. And then the benefit, of course, is it's all there. You don't have to wait. I know some stores have been having challenges, especially now with uh, book one 
going through the reprint process, it, it still has not been released yet into the stores. And so we have this challenge now where several of these stores are basically out of the book and you can't get it from them. You can try and order it and they might be able to maybe get it from different stores or maybe third parties and things like that. But for the most part, the first edition of Return of the Wizard King is is kind of hard to get in a lot of places. So that's unfortunate, but now you won't have to suffer that because with the box set, when it comes out, oh, by the way, it's coming out on September 7th, uh, 6th, excuse me, September 6th of Tuesday of this year. So not, not too far away. But when that comes out, we'll be able to, you'll be able to pick it up all at once. You don't have to wait. So if you don't, you know, I know it happens, it's happened to me sometimes in the past too. You want to get a series or pick up a book and like, oh, they got book one and two, but I need book three. So you kind of have that, you know, sometimes it might be their kind of situation. So here it's everything all in one. You got a nice slipcase and it comes with a full color map. I think that's a great deal. So with that, I think there's that's a little summary of what's going on behind the scenes, so to speak. I'll be sharing some more information and some more tidbits as usual in future episodes. I just kind of wanted to share some things, maybe a little bit of shotgun approach here. So do forgive me if it kind of came from different directions today, but I had a few things I wanted to hit and a couple other elements I wanted to make sure everybody knew. But we'll be getting more focused and directed on the future episodes of Season 3, and I'll be looking forward to sharing more information with you and maybe even meeting you in the near future with upcoming events. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.